Welcome to the Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co-owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on the Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter. Okay, good morning, everybody. It is a beautiful Friday morning in April, and I just wanted to kind of jump outside of the Princeton market for this week's edition of the Wilton Report, which is pretty much where we talk everything real estate. Usually in Princeton, this time we're going to jump to Middlesex and Mercer County, other parts of Middlesex and Mercer County, starting with the lovely little hamlet of Cranberry, because what I want everybody to realize is what's happening in the market is not a unique uh, phenomenon to Princeton. It has uh, its own market, Princeton. It's got its own ecosystem in terms of real estate, but what we're seeing in terms of supply and demand is everywhere. So I figured this week we would jump into some of the uh, other markets in and around Princeton. So we'll start with the cute little town of Cranberry. So this is, <laughs> this is so dramatic. It's crazy. Um, Cranberry is a small municipality, doesn't have a high school. Their kids come to the Princeton High School. So it's sort of like a first cousin of Princeton in terms of uh, the educational system. Uh, and you can see that traditionally, it's not a big town. So there's not a lot of inventory in Cranberry. So the peak inventory for the first quarter was 2016. And that was at 26. If you look at the first quarter of 2023, it is seven. I have to like double check my math because it's so staggering. So it's really a dramatic drop in available inventory in Cranberry. So imagine if you're a buyer looking Cranberry and that's all that came on the market. There were patches this year where there was nothing for sale in Cranberry. It's like going to the store and there being no milk. It's not good. So uh, you can see the sold homes. Really, there's nothing to sell. In Cranberry this year, and all of those homes that did come on the market came on very late in March. So it's not like there was a ton in the beginning of the year. And you can see the average, uh, I'm sorry, the median sold price in Cranberry through the first quarter. Uh, in 2013, it was at 554. Right now, the first quarter of 2023, it's at 850. So if you're a homeowner in Cranberry and you bought in 2012 for 2013, you gain $300,000 in equity. If you're a buyer, you're paying $300,000 plus more for a home. And right now it's about 600 bucks per 100,000 borrowed. So you're looking at an extra 1,800 bucks a month for the same house as somebody bought in 2013. That's rough. And that's the market condition that we're in. So um, days on market obviously dwindled down to nothing in Cranberry. In the first quarter, you can see 2016, some things were sticking around has dropped rather precipitously in Cranberry. So let's jump over to Robbinsville. I love Robbinsville. It is a hot market. It has the town center. It's got restaurants. I think the high school is awesome. I think the whole thing about Robbinsville is awesome. And Robbinsville used to be considered, what was that word again? Affordable. We don't use that word anymore in the real estate business because it's just like it's gone extinct. So let's take a look at Robbinsville. Half. Half. You go to the supermarket and there's half as much food as there was three years ago. How are you feeling? That's how buyers are feeling right now in Robbins. That's how buyers are feeling everywhere. 
uh, a friend of mine, and you can follow him on Instagram, John Rios. He's a broker in New York City. He just put a post on Instagram, same thing, high demand, not enough inventory, a lot of people locked in at low rates, et cetera. So Robbinsville is no different. They are down to 44 homes came on the market in Robbinsville in the first quarter, which is, again, last year was low too, but this year came in even lower. The majority of those 44 did come on in March. So the first two months were just really rough for buyers, great for sellers, but uh, really rough for buyers. Obviously, the number of sold homes. So what does this mean? It means there's a lot of hungry agents and a lot of buyers waiting in the wings because as homes come on, there's going to be multiple buyers coming for each property. And you can see that um, there's just not a lot of uh, transaction volume because of the fact that all the inventory came on late in Robbinsville. A lot of the majority of it came on uh, mid to late March. So that market is on fire. It is very challenging. If you're a buyer, you need a killer strategy. Uh, to buy a home in any of these towns, but you need to be aligned with a very good agent. And here's the thing. So I used the word affordable about Robbinsville. So in 2010, the median sold price, and this is for every style of home, was 289. That's not that long ago. 2017, 372, not that long ago. 2020, 466, just yesterday, right? And obviously today that should say 2023, my years are off, 550. That's nuts. But it is what it is. So buyers, that's the market you're buying in. Sellers, if you can put your house in the market, you're going to make an extra 200 grand in equity as you would have versus just a few years ago. And obviously, the days on market in Robbinsville is down to next to nothing. Don't blink. Don't wait. You will miss the house. Don't go home and think about it. Go home and write the offer and get in and have a great uh, bidding strategy. You need a great bidding strategy. Give us a call here at Queenston Realty and the Wilton Group, and we will help you. West Windsor, my goodness. West Windsor is now like the wild, wild west in real estate. Look at that. 2019, 141 homes came on in the first quarter in West Windsor. 46. 46. 46. West Windsor is a bedroom community of New York City. Has two amazing high schools, West Windsor North, West Windsor South, in hugely high demand. And guess what? There's nothing to buy. So again, of the 46, I think it was 20 came on in March. So it was basically the first two months of the year, there was no supply. And of those 46, the majority, if not already, are sold. Look at the jump in the median sold price in the first quarter alone. This is first quarter data from 2013, 443, 800,000. From 2013 to 2023, it basically doubled. That's the median price, which takes out the highs and the lows. So <laughs> this is what I love. I met a buyer at a house in West Windsor. I met a buyer the other day at a house in West Windsor. First, first meeting, didn't get a chance to do a consultation. And they asked me, is there a room to negotiate on the price? And I said, absolutely. And they said, how much? I said, 100 200,000. And they said, this is great. This is a beautiful house. And they're thinking they're going to get it for 100,000 less. And I'm thinking, no, 100,000 to 200,000 over the asking price. And that's just to be competitive. I was talking to a colleague of mine, Vanessa Shives. She's been working the West Windsor market with customers. 
And she said, it's very, very tough. You have to have a very good strategy. And for the right house, it's a minimum of 150 to 200,000 over the asking price to be competitive. So that, this to me is like crazy. That's West Windsor in a nutshell. So again, sold homes, not a lot of transaction volume because of the fact there was no inventory. But you can see in West Windsor, it's so interesting. They have almost sold out of available inventory. So there's less coming on, more selling. It's crazy over there. So if you're a buyer in West Windsor, it is very competitive. Be prepared. You will pay over the asking price. It is what it is. So when you say or ask the question, is there room to negotiate? Either I or your broker will say yes, and we're talking over the asking price significantly. Look at that. Just four years ago, in the first quarter, it took the average of 75 days to sell a home in West Windsor. Now it's 12. It was actually two days faster last year, which is interesting. But, you know, that is the data for West Windsor. And that's a wrap. I wanted to kind of keep it short and sweet. I wanted to cover a few towns other than Princeton. I have gotten a few requests. If you do have a request, uh, you can obviously message us on Instagram uh, or Facebook and let us know what town or subdivision you'd like us to do a deep dive on here on the Wilton Report. Be happy to do that for you. Again, our cell phones are always on. We're here to help you. It's Josh. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can, again, spot see us on Spotify, YouTube, Google, and Apple Podcasts. See you guys on the next broadcast. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to the Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.